Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah. What's up? How was your week? Um, the ice is finally thawing, or I'd say fully thawed. Most, mostly thawed. It takes a while in Cincinnati when it snows like over an inch. Um, but um, after battles threw it out of my parking lot, you know, it's been getting better. It's it's getting better. Um, but uh, no food corner. Sorry. Um, I've been eating, but just nothing spectacular. Um, drink though. Drink corner though. How about that? Um, I'm not a drink champ. Don't call me Nori. Um, but I had um, a couple IPAs. I'm kind of a little IPA guy. Um, sue me. But uh, let's see. What did I get? It was like Belgium, New Belgium or something. It was triple. And then what else did I get? Um, Mad Tree had a thing called Phantom House. And then um, I took a shot of vodka for Ukraine and Russia. You feel me? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's been a good week. Um, we're on the up. But um, we got some news. So we can just get into that. You know, that's why you're here, right? You know, a little light banter. Heavy news. <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? Um, update on the, uh, Freedom Convoy 2022. Um, essentially, it's gotten bigger. Uh, they've been hitting more stops. Uh, they've turned Ottawa into, um, just a loiter squad. Um, I don't know. They've been, they've been getting to it, yeah. Uh, let's see. Some of the stuff I've seen, uh, I'm just gonna give you the highlight. Um, there were reports of homeless shelters more or less just getting raided by protesters who wanted to come in and get food. That's a big one. Um, there have been, let's see, Nazi swastikas. There have been loud honking horns in the middle of the night, along with fireworks. There's been Confederate flags. I mean, it's been a rowdy, rowdy mix. Um, and not to mention, like a virus, it's kind of spreading. Um, I mean, their funding has been cut then sent to another thing. I think it was like Go Send Go or something is the new one they're they're on now. Um, but essentially, it's it's really become an international effort. Um, a lot of hogs here in the U.S. have been funding and giving money, sending support, and uh, they've been kind of taking the ball and running with it. Um, they've clogged up major thoroughfare in Ottawa. Um, it's kind of spread out to other cities. I want to say North Dakota, Michigan has been affected, as well as Montana, yes. Um, and, I mean, potentially it's kind of been going down throughout, you know, this week as well into this weekend. Um, big concern is it's Super Bowl stuff um, in terms of transport and backups. Um, that's going to affect traffic. Um, so it's no good. I mean, it's, it's a bad scene this weekend, potentially, for people who are either trucking or just commuting in that area. Um, so hopefully... You know, that gets resolved. I mean, they are talking about doing things. And it's it's kind of weird. Like, it, it, it's frustrating. It's I say weird, but I mean frustrating. Because, I mean, we, we turn the clocks back. We've seen protests over civil rights and things of that nature. And just ongoing. The, the trope is, the minute these things get set up, they just get broken and busted down. But then you see this, and it's like... Nothing. There's just been not much of shit. Uh, 25 arrests, uh, 1,500 tickets. So, I mean, those are some stats, I guess, right? Um, and, I mean, 
they I saw a clip where uh, the police were going door to door, um, handing out pamphlets to people that they knew were going to be protesting or they had a high likelihood. And they were just like, hey, you know, here's how you protest correctly. <laughs> like, they're going to listen. Um, so, I mean, shit's wild. Um, I don't like it. But at the same time, a protest is a protest. Um, it is something very interesting to cover. Um, they are seemingly very sophisticated. Um, they even had talks about doing tow trucks to tow the trucks. Makes sense. Very level one play. But it turns out that people were a step ahead and they were doing online threats to a bunch of tow companies. Just threatening them if they did anything that shit would go down. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, touche. Touche, um, anti-vax, anti-mask people. It, you, it looks like you're winning this round. And plus, it's also, it's seemingly a good time, too, in this maelstrom, too. Because, I mean, COVID, Omnicron's kind of peaked. Have you peaked, Omnicron? Looks like you have. Um, no new dishes. What's up? Um, which is good, but I think that kind of momentum, I mean, you see it here in the States, the COVID burnout is very real. Um, a lot of like, even I think, um, what is it? California is lifting their, like, man, some of their mandates for the school shit. I mean, it's different. Things are changing. Um, and I get, I understand that. Um, so I think it is kind of a sign of the times thing. I mean, that being said, getting disorderly, keeping people up all night over bullshit like this. Not to mention when 90% of the truckers in the, in the union who are trucking right now have the vaccine. They're vaccinated. They're able to do this because they know that they know that they can't dodge this. Whether it's here or in America, they have to cross the border. So therefore, they have to be vaccinated. Um, so, I mean, really, this is like a 10% problem that has just been blown up. And not to mention people have kind of globbed onto it as well. Like, it's not just about, um, you know, them making anti-vax, um, mandates and all that shit. You know, it's, it's now about climate change. It's now about Trudeau leaving office. It's like so many things now. So, I mean, um, it's getting bigger, I guess. I mean... Well, we'll keep, I'll keep you covered, you know, when I deem appropriate. I'll give you a little trickle-trickle. Because trickle. Um, it, it's, it's a big, it's it's bigger than hip-hop, maybe. Who knows? Um, but let's see. Um, other news I got here. Um, it's a bit of a fact check. Also, I got that last blip from CNN. Um, but this is a bit of a fact check from USA Today. Um, false claim that Biden administration is distributing $30 million of, $30 million of crack pipes. Um, this has been an ongoing thing, and it's it's definitely, like, a bit of misinformation, misunderstanding, um, but I've seen, like, you know, some of my friends even post about it, um, and essentially what had happened, what had happened was um, the Biden administration um, had a federal pro- grant program aimed at reducing health risks associated with um, <clears throat> drug use. Um, this is a big program. There's a lot of steps to it. It's like a 75 page thing rollout. Um, but essentially some Republicans zeroed in and blasted the part about like, uh, safe smoke kits. And they just condensed that down to saying, oh my God, we're spending $30 million of taxpayer dollars for crack pipes, for crackheads. And they just like posted this, blasted it and it moved. So that's kind of how the traction grew, but that's not what this is. Essentially, the crack pipes that are being distributed are things, it's in a kit, and this is not in every kit everywhere, it's not like fully across the whole rollout, but there's a part of it where it's just like, they are stems with a mouthpiece that you can use. 
And and people go, oh my god, that's crazy. Why would you just do that? And it's because people do not. Under, I feel like there's this level of privilege, elitism. I don't know what the word is, but just they don't understand that. Like that's that issue right there. Someone showing them kindness and helping them do something so that they don't have to resort to smoking out of a plastic bottle or smoking out of a tin can. Like that is something that is helping their overall health. Like, that is a good thing to do for your community. It is not funding crack. Crack is an inevitable thing. Drugs are an inevitable thing. You will not just click, snap your fingers, and it's gone. That just doesn't work. Like, it just doesn't work like that. And I think there's people who see these kind of projects. Like, I've seen it with the, the, the needle thing and the Narcan thing. And people go, oh, my God. Like, you're just making the problem worse. You're just giving them cheats. And it's like, no, you're not. This isn't a cheat, treat thing. Like, this is for your community. This helps your community. It betters the areas that this happens because then people see that they can potentially get help and there's another chance of them getting help, getting out of drug use. And also, there are plans involved with this whole program that are aimed to get people off of drugs. So, I mean, hey, uh, I'm going to be getting into some bullshit that Biden's doing, the Biden administration is doing, but to me, this is a good thing. So, fuck Ted Cruz, fuck Marco Rubio, sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's get to that bad shit. Let's get, we're on the good, the bad, and the Biden today. Um, but let's see. Got this from the AP. Um, Biden freezes frozen. Oh, sorry. I read that sentence wrong. Biden frees frozen Afghan billions for relief. Uh, comma. I don't know why I paused so hard there. Uh, 9-11 victims. So essentially there's, um, there's a fund. There's this fund that has, like it was accrued from donations and things like that to help the Afghan economy or not so much the Afghan, well, help the Afghan people. Um, this was a fund that was established over time. Um, and essentially it was frozen. And this is $9 million, 9 billion, I'm sorry, $9 billion that has been frozen in assets that should be allotted to the Afghan people, the Afghan country, but it's been frozen since the Afghan takeover and our withdrawal. Um, so essentially, it's just been on ice. And sadly, um, the economy in Afghanistan has been in a tailspin since um, um, since we left. It's not gotten better, obviously. Um, the, the shit with women and all that kind of stuff has also been bad. But they've been dealing with, you know, the oncoming, you know, winter, just like we have, with lack of food, no money. Um, it's just been hell. It's been bad. I, I've heard, um, you know, reports through BBC just talking about just the situation and just how it's degraded, how it's gotten worse in that regard. Um, but we've been held fast to not give them the money because they didn't obtain power correctly and they aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, I, this isn't a pro-Taliban podcast. I'm not trying to be that guy. But at the end of the day, this is not about the fucking Taliban. And it never was. It never is. Like, the fact that Joe Biden, the administration has decided that, hey, this money that we've allotted to you, it's not for you anymore. Actually, it's for humanitarian aid that we're going to give you, which we'll get to how that's kind of more of a negative than a positive. But then it's also the other half of this. So it's like 3.5, 3.5, I imagine, is going to go to um, 9-11 relief, you know, 9-11 victim relief. And that sounds noble, and that's great. If you're looking through American rose-colored glasses, it's neat. 
it's cute and endearingly good. I'm glad we haven't forgot. Never forget. But this isn't, this is, is not fair. It's not right what you're doing to a whole group of people who are starving and dying in a whole fucking country. It just doesn't make sense. You're punishing them for crimes they did not commit. Like, Bin Laden was not born there. He was kicked out of his country and moved there. And people who were involved in 9-11 were from Saudi Arabia, which we never, ever talk about. It just doesn't make fucking sense why this makes sense to Biden and how he's just going to push this like, yeah, we're doing the world a solid. And there's um, some people, there's a guy named Bruce or something, and he has a, you know, quote in here. I should get to it if I was, you know, on my professional shit. But more or less, he was just like, hey, if we don't get equal rights to this money, then it's a betrayal. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Bruce. I'm sorry for your loss. I know you've gone through a lot, but what the fuck, man? Like, so your sorrow is worth a whole Afghan child's life. That makes sense. It's fair. Trauma is real. I get it. Um, I don't know. I should probably get off this before I get too hot about the wrong things. But I do think it's fucked up. I, I think that you should... If you're going to give them the money, give them all the money. And oh, and also, how the humanitarian part is fucked up. They need money to help adjust their fucking currency, to help fix their economic crisis. The humanitarian aid that Biden is providing, he's doing that, and as he said, to thwart and block Taliban, like, from them getting the money and misusing that. I understand that in a logistic kind of thing, but when people's lives are at stake, you just don't have that kind of leverage, I feel like. You shouldn't be, uh, just, you shouldn't be okay with doing that. Um, but he's like, nah, that's cool. We'll just give them to a bunch of NGOs or, you know, nonprofits, and they'll sort it all out, and that'll help in the short term. That'll help get food and some aid, but in the long term, that's money that just got squandered away for this whole country that was allotted to them. So, I think it's fucked up. And, um, I'm gonna smack that before we get to the next thing. You know, a little intermission, if you will. A little silence on the hill. Whoa, Bubba. Okay, slow mo, <laughs> slow motion for me. Um, let's see, got some more from USA Today. <laughs> oh boy, coming back. Um, UN journalists and Afghan nationals um detained. Oh, I guess it's from the UN journalists and Afghan nationals detained in Kabul released. So this is some good news out of Afghanistan. But essentially, there were some journalists and um. People, Afghan nationals helping said journalists um, who were detained in December. So once again, kind of related to the Afghan, our, our Afghanistan withdrawal. Um, I guess they were kind of held because they didn't really trust their credentials or what have you. Maybe it was a little bit diplomatic. I'm not sure. But they were being detained and uh, they were released this week. So that's some good news out of uh, the area. Um, flowers about that. Um, sadly, though, there are still, I think, more people who are detained that you know, we don't know their whereabouts and their condition and status, but um, at least there was some good news there. I wanted to post that. Um, and lastly, um, I got some local news. Um, and it's a little bit of a local mix. It kind of popped. I wouldn't say too big in the national, but I did kind of hear it up. Um, but essentially, Dave Chappelle made some news. Um, and I got this from uh, Dayton Daily News. But um, 
this is about Oberer, which is the housing company, but they are moving Yellow Springs' plan forward. Uh, Chappelle responds to criticism. So, let me explain. Uh, essentially, Dave Chappelle made some news today, or this week, um, more or less being accused as being a NIMBY, which is not in my backyard. Uh, essentially, um, he disputed very loudly um, that he did not want this housing development put in his backyard, quote-unquote. Um, essentially, he lives in Yellow Springs. I believe he was born there. Um, and then after, you know, he blew up and everything, he moved back. Um, you know, he's definitely, like, almost like a cryptid-level experience in Ohio. I know I have friends who go, oh, my gosh, I went to Yellow Springs, and I saw, like, Dave Chappelle getting a coffee. It was crazy. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely, like, a big deal in Ohio that he's here, nestled safely. But, um, he's kind of, like, turned it into his little fiefdom. Like, uh, he essentially has put in a lot of money in the town. I believe he said something to the amount of, like, 60, I don't know, 64 million or something? I don't know. It was a lot. Um, but essentially he's saying, like, hey, I'm putting my money into this town, and you're gonna put in what he called a, or he had a spokesperson say, a cookie-cutter, you know, sprawled-out development. And granted, these developments would be um you know single family homes for people so essentially i mean to me that sounds like something that is a good thing on paper um now granted in his defense he said also that the ober um housing uh place they're gonna allot so much of that so it's like some of those homes are gonna be 200k but then the rest of the development they're gonna hold off on and they're gonna make that 250 to 600,000. So, I mean, there is a chance, too, that maybe this isn't a NIMBY kind of thing, and it really is just him saying, like, hey, I'm putting a lot of time and work into this town. I don't feel like it's worth it. And also, mind you, too, uh, obviously, Dave Chappelle's being scapegoated for it because he is the biggest reason. He has the most money up for it and everything in the town. But there's other, you know, neighbors who are also against it who I imagine also had money stakes in the town as well. Um, but essentially, you know, he went on, on to say, like, he had, like, two buildings that he's bought out, like, an old fire department and I believe a school, an old school or something like that. Um, and he wants to make one thing, a comedy club and some other stuff. That's not really related to the development, but these are the things that he's putting up and in, into the town versus this development. But all that being said, the development is going to go through. It's just going to go through now in a different layout. So essentially now what's going to be proposed is a $300,000 rollout of houses. So it's going to be $100,000 more per house. Um, but I guess they're going to look nicer, maybe placed a little differently. Um, I don't know, maybe a little bit more organic. Um, I don't know. At, at the end of the day, though, I... Like, when I think about it a lot, I'm a little bit torn. And I don't know if it's because I have a little bit of bias. Because, you know, deep down, you know, I always remember the Dave Chappelle I love. But I think at the end of the day, it does suck to see people on some Karen shit, you know, like that they're trying to defend their money interests, their quote unquote capital interests over what potentially is going to help people. Um, you know, I would like to think that Dave Chappelle is using foresight here and saying, hey, these initial rollouts aren't going to be as good as you think they are. Um, you know, maybe there is something to that. But um. But yeah, just something I wanted to talk about. Put in your ear. Have you think about. Um, pretty much that's all we got for today. Um, 
Let's see, shill time. Let me happen to shill mode. Um, got a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Isaiah News. Uh, $5 gets you in the club, baby. You become a newsy, baby. Um, put you on with my Discord. We can talk. Um, nice channel for people. Um, let's see what else we got. Isaiah News 1 at gmail.com. Um, we got Isaiah underscore news. That's the Twitter. Um, I think Isaiah News 1 might be the Facebook. Um, and Isaiah News is the Instagram. Um, you can find me on the internet is what I'm trying to tell you. I hope you do. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And I hope I talk to you soon. And when I do, I hope it's good news. Anyway, I love you. Bye. Mwah.